Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We continue. This is Zach Gelb's show, Coast to Coast on CBS Sports Radio. Now joining us on behalf of Toyota, the official automotive partner of the NFL, is a two-time Super Bowl champion and someone that I'm actually dreading to interview right now because I'm a fan of the New England Patriots, and he made me absolutely miserable and sad twice. And growing up on Long Island, uh, every time the Giants would win a Super Bowl, uh, the teachers would put it in the PowerPoint slides the next day. My friends would no longer be my friends. And quite frankly, I, I felt like I got bullied growing up as a kid because of you, Eli Manning. So how are you, Eli? I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, I, I think that's a little unfair. I mean, yes. I, you have six Super Bowl yes. rings. Like, you know, you, you, let, you let us have two. I appreciate the kindness of the, the, the Patriots and uh, their ownerships and, <laughs> and everything for letting us have two, two of those championships and not just, you know, winning every time they, they made it to the Super Bowl. I interviewed uh, Tyree last year. And I've done some work with with Tyree before. I actually, in an older job, had to do some security for David Tyree. And I go, you shouldn't feel very safe yeah. if I'm doing the security uh, for you. But every time I talk to a, a former giant that made me miserable for for two times on, on Sundays, I always walk away and I go, I can't dislike that person. <laughs> and, and I know I can't dislike you because you come off very likable. But uh, you look back at, at those two Super Bowls, I'm actually more annoyed by the second one than the first one really? because the first one I thought you guys just outplayed them that day the second one I really truly thought the the Patriots uh were the better team in that game and you had the Welker drop the branch uh drop as well and then we all know the throw that that you made to Mario <laughs> and the great catch yeah uh that's that's an interesting take I think most most Patriots fans would be mad about the the first one the yeah. 07 season because that would have been an undefeated yeah. season. Y'all would, you know, you would go down as the greatest team of of all time. And and now, uh, you can't say that. I know it bothers, you know, Tom Brady. I know it bothers a lot of those players. I, I still uh, a lot of the Miami Dolphins from the seventies. Uh, you know, send me some nice notes and, and thank <laughs> you for beating them. So Mercury they can feel, Morris, uh. yeah, they can say they're the they're only undefeated team uh, through a whole season. And so, uh, but yeah, both of them. Obviously, tight games, very similar in the way they played out at the end, and and two minute drives by us having the ball to go to go win the game. Obviously, one we needed a touchdown, one we only needed a field goal, but scored the touchdown. But uh, they're always you know well coached team, great players. Tom Brady, Randy Moss, Welker, just some unbelievable talent on there. But um, we were able to make a, a couple outstanding plays and get the win. Eli Manning here with us. Obviously, you come from football royalty, and you know what it's like to have expectations and be perceived as that guy when you won that first Super Bowl. 
like the next 24, 48 hours after winning that Super Bowl? Like, just what do you remember for you how life really changed? Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's hard to describe the emotions. You, you, you're you're unprepared for uh, how you're going to react or how you're going to feel. And, you know, there's, uh, you know, just so much so much work and time. And it's not just for that season. It's years and years of, of being dedicated to your craft and and forming relationships and friendships with teammates and working on your skills, you know, specifically with teammates to get better at things and, and to all come together for a playoff run um, where, you know, it, it comes down to, you know, guys making catches off their helmets or, you know, you know, guys, you know, other teams, you know, dropping passes. And so it's just uh, I love how subtly you put that in there. There you go. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's uh, you're, you're emotional, you're, you're excited, but um, appreciative. And, and you kind of realize, how hard it is that you're able to accomplish that. And you, you don't take it for granted because you just, you, you do not know if it's ever going to happen again. Fortunately that go through, you know, two experiences with it. Um, and just, uh, you know, just this kind of the um, rewards for, for winning a championship is it, that's what it's all about. Just having that, that peace of mind for those few days before you get back to work. Now, someone once told me this, a very serious source, and I need to know if this is true, Eli Manning. Did you get a phone call before the first Patriots Super Bowl from your father, who knows everything about the quarterback position, is a great football prognosticator? Someone told me that he told you to put sticky glue on Tyree's <laughs> helmet before that game. Is that story true? That, that story is not true. Wow. There's some misinformation there. So uh, no no sticky glue, all all natural. Uh, we've been working on that play, actually. We, we That's how the play was designed. Uh, it's in the playbook. Um <laughs> Coach Coughlin and Kevin Gilbride, offensive coordinator, put it together. They're like, hey, we got this idea. Um, and we've been, we actually been, were running it all season. We never yeah. got it in the game. We practiced it, never quite got it right. You know, it, yeah. it, it took a lot of time for the players to buy into, like, hey, offense line, don't block anybody. <laughs> Eli kind of get almost get tackled and then like escape and then throw it into yeah. the middle of the field, surrounded by defenders and, and Tyree, just like snag it to the helmet. Yeah. Um, I heard you called that play ruin Zach Gelb's life. Yeah, that's exactly. what it was in practice. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> the name of it. That, that, that information is correct. So you got that right. How about that? Um, when we get to this game on Sunday, right, you've been talked about so much. Um, and you look at someone like Brock Purdy. Uh, I've called him at times this season a, a system quarterback. And now I'm at the point where I don't even care how people refer to him because I've been wrong. The dude's a good quarterback. I'll say that I've been wrong. And this is someone that he is a winner, and that's all he's done pretty much like only a year and a half into his NFL career of playing time. It's amazing, though, how he shouldn't be polarizing. And, like, right, we'll get to the Hall of Fame later. Like, you shouldn't be polarizing as well, but the topic becomes polarizing. Yeah, man, I've, I've been impressed with, uh, with Brock on how he's come in last year uh, as a rookie and has taken over the quarterbacking job and just looking very comfortable back there. And I, I think um, – you know, I don't, you know, saying he's a system quarterback, I take that as a compliment. That means you know the system. You know, it's one thing it's like, hey, there's a system there, but if you can't you can't follow the rules and you don't know where to go with the ball, then you can't be productive. He knows the system very well. The ball's coming out on time. He's going to the right spots. He's going through the right reads based on the coverage, and he's throwing the ball accurately. Um, and so that's like that's what you want as your quarterback and that's what as a quarterback that's what you want to do you want to get the ball out on time and and he does a great job of doing that uh he scrambles around when he has to uh you've seen it during the playoff run uh he's been down in games where they've said hey we gotta abandon the run game and we gotta throw it and, and brock hey balls in your hands and he's going out there and produce 
uh, you know, drives and got points and, and won football games. So uh, nothing for, but great respect for, for Brock. It's been fun to watch him play. I, I, I like uh, watching him play because he kind of plays how I would play in the system, you know, where, hey, I can't, I can't scramble around. I can't create plays like Patrick Mahomes. I have to get the ball out on time, go into the right places, and understand what the play I have and where I need to go with the ball to get it out of my hands and get into your playmaker's hands. He's got tons of playmakers get the ball to him. And he does a great job doing that. And it's funny, right? He, he stepped up in that final uh, quarter up against the Packers, the second half when they were trailing up against the lions and people still don't want to give him credit. And I know Mahomes is already the dude, the guy, he doesn't score a point though in the second half of the AFC title game. And then he tells me after the AFC title game, you know, this year I've learned how to manage the game and just trust my defense, but no one gives a rat's ass when, when Patrick Mahomes says that. No one's calling, and I wouldn't call Mahomes a game manager, right. but no one's calling him a game manager when he said that's what he's learned this year. Yeah, and I, I it, think... It's really stupid how the way we talk about quarterbacks. <laughs> exactly. It, it is. I agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean, Patrick is, is obviously... He, he's proven himself over the years as just one of the great playmakers. Yeah. And, you know, this year it's been different. And in, in all season, they they haven't been that explosive offense that they've been the last couple of years. And he's got young receivers. He's trying to get them up to speed. You see them coming along as the season's been going on. Obviously, has Travis Kelsey, uh, who's, who's always a threat. But, you know, he's he um, he's had to, you know, like you said, trust his defense, find ways to win games, don't force things. He, you know, there's not, you know, he doesn't necessarily have great confidence, I think, in all his receivers where he's letting it fly. He's kind of waiting to see if they're open. And and because of that, he's holding it and they're, you know, not not being as productive throwing the football. But um, you know what? He's finding ways to win. Their defense, Steve Spagnola, and that defensive staff has done a great job of, uh, you know, stopping some of these high-powered offenses. And uh, that's that's all it takes. You got to figure out a way to win. If they get down in the game and they want to put the the ball in in uh, in Patrick Mahomes' hands, say, "Hey, go win it. Go make plays. Go create." He can do that, and usually he does do that. The the family side of you, Eli Manning, right? We get to see a little bit of it with who you've been. Um, I've seen you at the hockey games, although sometimes you're at the Ranger games and then you're at the Devils games. So I'm, I'm a fan of both. Uh, as I, I a can, Ranger fan, can you that. can't be a fan I, of both. I, I don't. You can't say I can't be a fan <laughs> of both. I can't. <laughs> I didn't grow up around <laughs> hockey. I didn't grow up. I didn't have a team. I, yeah. I, I you know, kind of get placed in New Jersey. I, I like the Rangers. I like going to the game. Well, can you root for like Ole Miss in Alabama? Can you root for both? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm going to root. How about next year? I mean, Texas is going to be in the SEC. I'm going to root for Ole Miss. I'm going to root for Texas. I got a yeah. nephew playing. I can root. I can root for both. So the nephew uh, side of it, we all know, obviously, Arch Manning and uh, Sark comes out the other day and. To no surprise, he goes, Quinn Ewers is, is our quarterback. Give me the uncle perspective of that with the transfer portal. It opens back up in April. Like, do you, what do you advise kind of Arch to do? Do you stay patient? Do you enter the transfer portal and go start somewhere else? No, you, you, he, he picked Texas because that's where he wants to be. That's where he wants to play football. He likes uh, Coach Sarkeesian and his his offense and what they're doing. So that was, he, he knew last year that he was going to go. He's in a red shirt, get some playing time. And, you know, he obviously I think the plan was yours would maybe go in the NFL, but he's there. It's another year for for Arch to to mature, learn the offense, get bigger, stronger in the weight room, uh, and and always be prepared to play. And you never know what's going to happen. And so he's got to be ready. If not, then he you know gets some playing time here and there. And he's got three more years of eligibility at a great school, at a great you know football program on the rise. So I think that was. Um, you know, the fact that you can transfer so easily now doesn't mean you should do it just because 
you're not playing right away. I, you know, a lot of quarterbacks when I was in college, that was always a game plan. It's like you red shirt, you sit a year, you have three years of eligibility. That's what I did uh, at Ole Miss. And I think it helped me. And so I think Arch, I know he wants to play. He's itching to get in there, but being patient, continue to learn can, can be very helpful as well. So Arch isn't going horns down to, to Texas. He's staying. He's horns up. I mean, you have to ask him, but I, I would not suggest that. I think he's he's definitely staying there. He's having a great time, loving loving the, the program, the school, and, and um, you know, getting better every day. How about Daniel Jones? What do you think he could be as a quarterback, Eli Manning? I have a lot of confidence in Daniel. I appreciate the way he works, the way he uh, takes his job very seriously. Uh, there's always been – things he's had to improve on every year and he's gone out there and improved on those things and gotten better and, and made a conscious effort uh to do that and and so I know he's coming off the injury he's gonna come back stronger and better than ever and uh I think he can you know obviously the year before had a great a great year led him to a playoff win I think he can do that and do and do more with, with the Giants all right how about the Taylor Swift component of this game I love it I don't stand understand why anyone would not like it I think it brings a lot more attention uh, to football too. And I don't think football needs any more attention, but this has been a fun storyline between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Yeah. I think, like you said, it brings more eyes to the game. I, I see it firsthand in my own family. I have uh, three daughters, uh, 12 and 10 and nine years old. And when we're watching football, if we're watching the chiefs, uh, you know, they're, they're usually not partaking in the game. The chiefs are on all of a sudden I got three girls sitting on the couch with me watching football. And, you know, even though they're looking for Taylor Swift, they're, they're watching the game. They're seeing Patrick Mahomes. They're seeing other quarterbacks. They're getting in, involved in the game. And so it's, uh, it's fun for them. And it's fun for me to get to hang out with them and, and watch some football. So Eli Manning joins us on behalf of Toyota, the official automotive partner of the NFL. Tell us what you're doing today with Toyota. Yeah. So uh, I've actually had a relationship with Toyota going on 20 years now through their uh, Toyota local uh, greater New York area dealers. And so here uh, Toyota has really showed up big time uh, here at the Super Bowl uh, with a lot of fan experiences and you can go to the, uh, the Super Bowl experience, Toyota's a presenting sponsor there for opportunity to play games, win prizes, win tickets uh, to the Super Bowl next year in New Orleans while also checking out their new Tacoma uh, that's hitting dealerships uh, right now this month. So um, also opportunity if you visit their space at the Super Bowl experience, you can uh, meet some players. I'll be there tomorrow, 11 a.m., but there'll be current players and some some has-been players like me uh, <laughs> running around. So Toyotas, they've, uh, they've done a great job. Their new uh, automated uh, sponsor of the uh, of the NFL and, and happy to continue the relationship with them and on this journey as they uh, they, they enter this uh, new chapter and their their sponsorship with the NFL. I think you're a Hall of Famer. I know your eligibility opens up next year. Do you think you'll get in on the first try? I, I, I have no idea. So it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things that's out of, out of my hands, out of my control. Uh, all the work that has been done. And that's that was you know four years ago yeah. and now on the playing field. So uh, if uh, if I get in, it'd be a great honor. Well, how about this? Can you make the case for Tiki Barber why he should be in the Hall of Fame? I, I work with Tiki. He's he's a coworker and he's made it the farthest he ever has in the process, but still hasn't got in the Hall. Yeah, no, Tiki was an unbelievable player. Saw it firsthand. My first my first three years in the NFL. I mean, it was hey, get the ball to Tiki, running the ball, catching the ball. Uh, he was he was the full three down back and and did it all. Had some unbelievable years those first years uh, with the Giants and so uh, definitely definitely a case for him to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, he's the great Eli Manning once again. Eli Manning joins us on behalf of Toyota, the official automotive partner of the NFL. Eli, it, I'll admit it, it was nice talking with you. <laughs> it, it was good to see you. Thanks so much for doing that. All right, appreciate it. a lot of fun. You got it. Thank you. There he is, Eli Manning, joining us on the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. By the way, it's time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day, and it's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. And the question is from John in Omaha 
who says, Zach, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Well, you could submit a question by tweeting at CBS Sports Radio or at Zach Gelb using the hashtag AskThePros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers to take care of business up against the Kansas City Chiefs by a score of 31-24. to Coming up next, Stephon Gilmore and Brandon Cooks join us both live on the desk here at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center in Las Vegas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All righty, welcome back in. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. These guys have been teammates. They've also gone up against one another uh, in a Super Bowl, and that, of course, from the Dallas Cowboys, Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore here with us at the Zach Gelb Show on behalf of He Gets Us. Gentlemen, yeah. appreciate you coming on. Thanks yeah. for doing this. No, thanks Appreciate for you, us. man. Thank you, man. So, Stephon, first, I got to say thank you because I'm a Patriot fan. Okay, okay. That, that Super Bowl up against the Rams, it was close, but it didn't feel like it should have been close. And then right when the Rams started to move the football, you found a way to go make a play and, and make an interception and uh, get that uh, Super Bowl trophy for New England. So kind of relive uh, that interception and what a big-time playoff runs you had in your career in New England. Man, I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about it because uh, uh, you know it's, it's a weird. <laughs> it's my boy beside me. Yeah. Man. It's, it's uh, it was a great it was a great uh, win because obviously we went the year before uh, we lost to Philly, and I told myself like if we ever get back, you know. I got to do whatever it takes to, you know, take advantage of this opportunity because, you know, you never know when you go get back. And, ain't, you know, it's hard to get back to the Super Bowl. So yeah. um, it was a great, you know, game, great defensive game for us. We played great on defense, was able to stop, stop in the three points. So, um, and that's what it took to win that game. And for you, Brandon, you know, I've always felt like you've been a really underrated player. Like, I think everyone knows what you're capable of and what you've done in the league but that I know it was only one year in New England yeah. but but for you uh, everywhere you've gone you, you've had success where do you yeah. kind of think the league should view you as because I don't I mean, think you get enough credit I mean uh, obviously I'm gonna you know say just the numbers that I put up you know all throughout my career I mean you put them side by side they, they up there with the best um, but I think for me it's just I just do my job play my game to the best of my ability and all that other stuff um, you know I kind of tune that out you know I don't I don't talk about myself or, I'm not flashy about it. Uh, Blue-collar worker, get the job done, um, and help my team win. That, and, yeah. 
So I, I got to ask you guys this. And I just want to know, what the heck happened with Malcolm Butler in the lead-up to Super Bowl 52? I'll never be able to talk about it. But do you know what happened? <laughs> no. I know what happened, but I ain't never talking about it. Why? Because Bill's not coaching next no, year. No, it don't matter. You guys don't play for Bill anymore? It's out of respect for just, you yeah. know, everybody that was involved in that situation. Do you think we'll ever find out the truth? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. It's amazing. In the world we live in now, there's a lot of things that, that – yeah. It's very tough yeah. to keep a secret. Yeah. Now, that's the one of the things in the history of the NFL yeah. Yeah. that no one has a damn clue what happened. Anytime you think you have a clue, you get told that's not what happened. Right, it's, right. it's why. Man, that yeah. game make me so mad. Sick to my stomach. That's the worst we played on defense the whole year. And offense put up, what, 50 points? I don't even know. And 505 yards passing. Man, right. come on, man. We should have won that game. It's easy. It, it's actually, the, I, I thought it's the best Super Bowl Brady's had. And yeah, he it was wasn't bought. a win. And my boy B. If they had B, he would have threw for 700. Yeah. <laughs> got, got so, knocked out. Yeah. yeah Malcolm yeah. Jenkins. I, yeah. I, rem yeah. I remember that. It's Man, bro. It's but, part uh, of life. But, those yeah. games hurt you because you like right the there. Life, man. Yeah. And you don't win it. You know, yeah. it's tough. Well, yeah. let me ask you this because you, you played with Jared Goff. Yeah. I know he's not at the Super Bowl. Yeah. But right away you see yeah. the, the natural smile that yeah. comes up. Right when I bring up Jared Goff, what, what type of quarterback is he? Because he's it's amazing. Like, Brock Purdy's in the Super yeah. Bowl. No one wants to give Brock Purdy any credit. Jared Goff had a great year, and people are still going to say, I, yeah, he's not I, that I, great I, of a QB. I, I, I don't understand. I just really don't understand how people can have a great year, and you say that system, this, system, that. At the end of the day, the guy making plays. You look at that game uh, versus the 90s, you look at him, what he's been doing all year, he, he's playing at a high level. Um, he, he left a team, went into a new system, uh, and, and still do it. So, you got to give Jared Goff his credit. He man, continued he, to produce. I love him. Man, he I'm been a playing fan, better. So. He been he played better yeah, this year. Yeah, he's getting better, like, and better like, and better. Like he getting better and better. Like he been. He's their franchise quarterback. No he was question. dicing. Yes. He was he was dicing them yeah. this up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm yeah. like man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I got to ask you this because we we just talk about how people don't want to give people the, the proper credit, and I've said how you have been criminally underrated, Brandon Cooks. For you, Stephon Gilmore. I feel like in Buffalo, no one appreciated really what you did. Man. And then you get to New England, and it really, in the first year, I don't even know if people appreciated what you did. Because when you got that contract, everyone was like, they're paying him that much? Yeah. Bill's paying him? But yeah. how Bill doesn't pay a lot of people that much money? Yeah. Did you start to feel that national respect come when you were when you were in New England? Yeah, for sure. I think, like, like you said before, I think just being in Buffalo, going through three different head coaches in five years, never going to the playoffs, I was playing great ball, but I was never on, never getting recognized. And I think Bill saw that with me playing playing New England twice a year. And, you, you know, he, he know what I had. And I think that's why he, he was able to make that commitment to bring me over to New England. Yeah. And it, um, it kind of reminds me when a lot of people and you had a lot more popularity at this point in the play I'm going to bring up. But when they found a way to get Wes Welker. On the offensive side of the ball yeah. in New England, he was with Miami. Exactly. You making yeah. the sign, it was like, is Bill really going to whiff right. yeah. and give that much money to yeah. a guy that he yeah. has to prepare for being a defensive-minded coach yeah. two times a year? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, like I said, when you know, once I got there and was able to make plays like I've normally been doing, you know, yeah. you know, everybody see it now. So it's I've been doing it my whole career. It's just, you know, you playing in Super Bowls, you going to the playoffs, you playing with Brady. You know, it's, it's getting maximized. So, yeah, yeah. Is this Cowboys locker room broken? Because when you have a performance 
like you guys did up against Green Bay. Everyone just asked the question, why did that happen? No, I wouldn't say broken. I just think um, they just had our number that day. They was more physical. Um, yeah, we still hurt on the loss. Nobody wants to lose in the first round of the playoffs, but, you know, they was more physical than we was. Simple as that. They won up front. You know, they was able to play action, play action pass and get us, and, um, and you got to take your hats off to them. Brandon, I'll ask you this just because, right, you're, you're with him every yeah. day, and he's on your side of the ball. You're in the meetings. Yeah. Dak Prescott yeah. as a quarterback. Dog. Who is he? He's an elite tier one quarterback. That's just the, the simple truth. Uh, you look at his numbers this year, I think he what, finished second in voting the MVP. That's not by accident. He played at a high level. You know, uh, you know. at the end of the day, I got a lot of respect for him. I just don't understand sometimes uh, the heat that he get. Obviously, part of that is putting that star on your helmet, right? Uh, it's also in the postseason. This has been an organization. They haven't been yeah. to an NFC title yeah. game since yeah. 1995. I, you know, I understand that, but it takes everybody, not just the quarterback as well. Um, and I, I feel like we can help them, uh, the weapons around them, the defense around them, yeah. coaches. Um, you look at every quarterback that's been successful in the postseason, uh, everyone else around them playing at a high level as well. So uh, he, I think he gets too much heat than he deserves. I love him. He's a great dude. He everything that you want in a quarterback, and you can win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. You guys both played for Bill Belichick. There was yeah. a time where the rumors were there. McCarthy's going to get fired. We know that's not the case. He comes back. Even Jerry, though, after they brought back McCarthy's like, oh, I could have worked with, with Bill Belichick. Yeah. Did that at all cross your mind that Bill was going to be coming to Dallas? Not really because, you, you know, you always see stuff like that and nothing happens or you, you see it and it do happen. I mean, I've been in the league for 12 years. I just kind of like let stuff happen um, and then react after. So um, that's how I took it. Is it easy to block out the distractions? Because like eventually you see everything, you hear everything, you, you kind of get immune to it. But we all grew up with cell yeah. phones in yeah. our hands connected no, to social it's, media. It's, 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 it's easy yeah. because at the end of the day, playing so many years, uh, you see all those things and then nothing comes of it. So it's like. Why am I going? You know, why am I going to think yeah. something's true when most of the time it's just you know speculation? So yeah. you kind of just got to tune it up. We'll talk about he gets yeah. us in just a second. Brandon Cook, Stephon Gilmore here with us. I'm wondering who's the toughest uh, cornerback that you go up on uh, up against when when you go on the field on Sundays. Uh, I had to say. See, early, I had to change that yeah, question around because yeah. I know if you said it was in practice, you were going to say Stephon. Yeah, you know, I had to say early <laughs> on. He's just in my career so far. Yeah. Early on in my career, when I was young, rookie, second year, going against Pat P in his prime, uh, was a great uh, challenge, great matchup. Yeah. And, and then for you, Stephon, who's the toughest wide receiver ever that I ever covered? Yeah. I say Calvin Johnson. Yeah, you was early on in your yeah, career. Yeah, early in my yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that like the moment you were like, so I'm like, man, crap. this dude, yeah, six six, yeah. two fifty. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did they give you any help? No help. I was surviving though. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how they knew they believed in you because yeah. I've seen some videos where there's like three guys yeah. up yeah. against Megatron. Yeah. They didn't want to humiliate you like that. <laughs> who, yeah. who do you guys like coming up in uh, the game on Sunday? Who do you think ends up winning this football game? Out of me. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really yeah. care, but um, it's hard to go. It's hard to go against Pat Mahomes, but San Fran's yeah. so loaded everywhere. So, like I said, if Pat Mahomes win this game. I mean, he already elite, but he he the goat. He might no no. If he <laughs> he win this game. He he. He, I mean, I don't know. It's on that. I don't know that'd be he three. He wanted a goal, but that that he already. he already top three or top five. Okay, of all time. But there's a difference in saying 
Because this is what we do. We're all in similar age. Uh-huh. We say someone's the GOAT, but not they're the not goat. number one. Of one. The, one of the GOATs. Okay, just yeah, making yeah, he, sure. He win this, he top three. Because I, I think we all know yeah. still who the GOAT is, correct? Yeah, I know who yeah. the Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm just yeah, making there's sure. A, there's somebody creeping, though. Uh, Mahomes? If he, he, he winning, he yeah. creeping. Yeah. No, there's no <laughs> yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. He's, he's in that top five. 20, what? Yeah. I don't know what, 20? He young. Yeah, no. He gets us. Tell us what we got cooking here today. He gets us. It's a great organization that, you know, is based off faith based off treating people the right way and um, just uh, just like I preach to my kids, you know, no matter how you look, no matter how um, you grow up, you know, black, white, Asian, you know, treat people with respect and um, show love. Well, I appreciate both you guys joining us. Thanks so much, and yeah. good luck this offseason. No, no, All right, man. Appreciate yeah. it. You. Have a good one, yeah. man. You got it. He's Stephon Gilmore, Brandon Cooks. It is the Zach Gilt Show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. What a zoo back inside Radio Row Mandalay Bay Convention Center, and we're here on a big football Friday. Now joining us, one of the greatest NFL running backs of all time on behalf of Nirvana Super, and that, of course, is Adrian Peterson. Adrian, how are you? I'm awesome, man. I'm awesome. How about yourself? Well, I'm doing fantastic. So, you know, it's funny. I always still refer to you as AP, and every time I call you AP, it's right away. No, no, it's AD. It's AD. It's AD. Do you even care anymore? Because I remember that was like a, a thing. Is it AP or is it AD? And then you said that it was AD for all day, right? Yeah. Um, it doesn't bother me. You know, I hear AD all the time, AP all the time. So either or, it, you know, it's cool. Yeah. You know, but, you know, AD is my preference if, if you want to know the difference. Yeah, and, AP. AD is. And then take me through the diet when you were playing. Because weren't there always like some legendary stories how much candy you ate? Yeah, you know, I uh, I was a big fan of ice cream. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> big fan of Cold Stone. Uh, oh, down the creamer, yeah, yeah. But you know, I worked out a lot too, so I was able to. You, you know, could you could burn some calories. Burn those You'll calories, be fine. <laughs> you know. But uh, that that's kind of how I combated it. I just made sure I stayed in the sauna and I worked out a lot, so I was able to kind of get away with it. Yeah, I don't think anyone ever uh, said uh, Adrian Peterson looked like he was out of shape <laughs> in his football career. What was the, the Cold Stone uh, creamery order? What, what were the toppings that you liked in your Cold Stone? Um, so I like either walnuts or pecans with um, either the brownie um, mm. and chocolate and caramel, or I would go with the cookie dough. You know, so the cookie dough with the caramel and chocolate, and uh, that was pretty much my, my the route I, I went majority of the time. Yeah, pretty much regular day guy, everyday guy, Adrian Peterson here yeah. with us. Um, looking at the Vikings, so now they're in an interesting spot, right? Mm-hmm. They have a lot of talent with guys like J- Justin Jefferson, yeah. Jordan Addison, but it seems like the organization 
with Kirk being a free agent coming off the injury, is ready to move on and go in that next direction. That's like the sense that I get. Do you think that would be the right call, or should they maybe get a deal done with Kirk? Um, you know, it depends on who, if, if they do decide to move on or if they're thinking along those lines, my question is, who are you bringing in? Yeah, and Justin Jefferson was on with us yesterday, yeah. and I said, I don't think this would be the best option, but just because I don't think it's the best option doesn't mean it will happen. Yeah. I could see them, you know, signing Russell Wilson on the cheap mm -hmm. and then maybe drafting a quarterback late in the first round, you know, moving back up or where they are, like in the middle of the first round, and if you could get a Russell Wilson for a year on a, on a cheap deal mm -hmm. and then maybe draft the Michael Penix Jr. or someone like that. Uh, that could be the uh, the potential plan, I think, for the Vikings. Yeah, we'll see. You know, like I, I love Kirk Cousin. I have nothing but respect for him, and I think he's a great quarterback. But he kind of just like reminds me of a, a Jay Cutler. You know, like awesome quarterback, like a game manager. Like he, not a game manager because he makes plays. And, yeah. You know, but he he's just not. You know, he hasn't been able to get over that hump. You know, like to take the team down there, take over. You know, Patrick Mahomes type feel. You know, I'm like. I haven't seen that from him, and I think he has that within him. He just got to snap out of it and, and bring it to the forefront. Um, if not, he's gonna be in a position that he's in now, where they're looking to move on from him. You know, so but so he has that ability. He just gotta he gotta he gotta take it. He gotta grab it, and he has, he hasn't done it yet. And, and I, you see, you were a great player, and I don't use that word like just very easily. But now there's a lot of times where people say, "Oh, this person's a great player," and they're not. And then people get called a hater. Like, what I think you're saying is Kirk's a, a good player, yeah. a, a very good player. But I don't think he's ever a top five quarterback in this league or a great quarterback in this league that wins you a Super Bowl. Yeah, and I don't think he's been that. You know, you look at his numbers, you know, um, his accuracy. I mean, you know, he, he's been efficient. Yeah, and everything. that's some good numbers. But that's not getting it done, yeah. you know. Um, like I said, I believe, because I've watched him play, I believe that he can be a top-five quarterback. I believe he can be a quarterback that takes a team to the Super Bowl and wins. But it's something in his head that has to switch in order for him to, to be able to put the team on his back and do that because he has that ability. He's been playing too well for too long, you know? So it's like it's something else that you got you, you to, gotta, I don't know, you got you to gotta, you gotta figure it out, Kirk. You got to figure it out because you got it within you. Talking to Adrian Peterson right now, the state of the running back position is very interesting. Because I remember in the summer, right, it seemed very negative. It seemed like no one was ever getting a contract extension ever again. And then it's like you see the way that the season plays out, and here we are in, in February, Super Bowl is getting ready, and good defense and being able to run the football, that still finds a way to win this time of the year, especially with someone like an Isaiah Pacheco and a Christian McCaffrey. Those two guys are going to have big-time impacts in the game coming up on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so unfortunate, um, you know, what the running backs are going through right now. You know, and like you just said, and it's talked about every year. When it comes down to the playoff time, that running back position is the most critical position. That running back position is what they're, they're, they're feeding. They're feeding that guy, whether he's out and back, you know, he's out catching passes or he's running between tackles. Um, you know, so... I think, you know, these organizations just need to respect these players and, and pay them and pay them, you know, and they don't want to do that. You know, there's a lot of young backs coming out. They, they're using a lot of guys by rotating and things like that. Um, but like you say, Pacheco and Christian McCaffrey, like these guys are elite type running backs, you know. So, I, you know, I see a great matchup happening, um, you know, with San Fran and that zone offense that they run. I feel like they'll have the upper hand. But then again, 
I know how my style was and how I played, and I feel like uh, Pacheco, he runs the ball with that physicality that yeah. I don't care what type of defense or how good de your defense is, I'm finna run you know, through this A-gap 100 miles per hour with a different mentality that you're not going to be able to match. So when you got a player like that, it's all, he's always going to be dangerous. And when he got hurt for a little bit this year, I, I couldn't say it enough. That was an enormous loss for a while for them because you're right, it's the physicality. Like, he may not be the best running back in football from a technique standpoint or whatever, but from a physicality, you just watch that guy. He, he reminds me a little bit about how you how you ran the football, how Derrick Henry runs the football with that physical style where you just see an intimidating force on the field and you go, man, I don't want to be a linebacker trying to tackle that. Exactly, and that's something that you don't really see from a lot of running backs, you know, that that Marshawn Lynch. Like, me and Marshawn, we, you know, we, were, we were dogs. Yeah. You know, we, you knew what you were going to get when we came through the hole, and you really don't see that. That, that often, you know, uh, a guy like Joe Mixon, you know, when he's in there, you're able to see him show sparks of it. Um, but this kid right here uh, for Kansas City is like every time he touches it, he, he's hitting 100 miles per hour. Do you think that style maybe goes away and we don't see it as frequently now because of the business side of it where guys are conscientious of I only have so many years mm -hmm. and teams are not looking to pay running back. So if I am this physical running back, it's going to eventually be used against me in negotiations because usually, you know what, that physicality usually leads to injuries. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think that has a lot to do with it. You got guys that are making business decisions, you know, and, um, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that because at the end of the day, it, it is a business and they will let you go <laughs> quick, you know, so I can, I understand it. I just, I just hate, I hate it because it takes away from the game, you know, but you got certain guys like Joe Mixon and um, this young guy for Kansas City and Christian McCaffrey that when they, you know, they don't, they're, they're playing it with the passion and the love for the game, and it shows, you know. Um, and there's a difference when you get a guy that, you know, and there's nothing wrong with picking up the first down and yeah. getting out of bounds, you know. But if, if it's a yard to go and you run out of bounds, I don't, I, I don't like that. You need to you play football, dig down and, and go get the first down. What's your thoughts, by the way? Because we talk about this rule all the time. When you fumble the ball out of the back of the end zone, do you think that should be a touchback and the ball goes to the other team? Uh, it's, it's been a rule that's been in play for a while, and you know it's kind of hard to do that. You know, like you don't want a safety, and it's, it's hard to be in a position. Well, it, 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 people be in that position all the time, right? But I feel like we're so conscious of it that that shouldn't happen. So yeah. I think yeah, it should be a touchback. And the reason I like it is everything now caters the offense. And that's the one rule that still <laughs> caters the defense for making a good play. Yeah. So we've taken so much away from the defense. Can they at least have that? Because what you said is right. A lot of times people go, oh, well, he fumbled it. And I used to be this way. You fumble the ball out at the, at the one-yard line, you get it back right there. But if it's out of the end zone, you lose the football. But as it goes on, you hear Belichick coaches this all the time. Unless you have to reach out and it's the game is on the line, don't reach out unless you know you're getting that ball over the goal line. Yeah, and we've seen how critical that was uh, with Baltimore. And, um, and even know. Buffalo, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before that. Yeah, yeah. So, it, you know, it has an impact, man. And it was unfortunate, man, watching that game. I, was, I see as soon as he started reaching, I was like, ah, he's a little too early with the reach, youngster. You know, um, at least start reaching when that ball is going to be crossing that line. You know, and uh, it was just an unfortunate turnover for him, and it, it hurt him. There's some guys that walk around here, even after being away from the game for a bunch of years, that still look like they could play. Like, mm -hmm. T.O. was that way forever, yeah. and he still said, I could go out on the field every time. Do you still feel like you could play if you needed to? Yeah, without a doubt. 
So, like, let's say you get signed up for the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, how many? Like, do you have a limited limit on your carries? Or you you think you could be full go? I think I, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you because I haven't like I've been working out in the past you know month or two, so I'm not gonna. I, I know I can go out there and be productive, but I'm not gonna sit here and make it seem like I would just go out there and just ball. You know, uh, had you know had I been working out and in, 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 in a better shape mentally, I would know that I could go out there and and, and really put some work in. Before we talk about Nirvana Super, we'll do that in just a second. Everyone's favorite topic this week at the Super Bowl is uh, Travis uh, Kelsey and, and Taylor <laughs> Swift. Uh, you know what it's like to be someone that's followed 24-7, right, as a, as a great NFL player. What do you think of the whole relationship? I like it. I think it's fun. Yeah, I think it's fun, too. You know, uh, you know, obviously, they're, you know, you know, I don't know if they're in love, but it, it, it seems like it, you know, but they're loving each other, and they're just enjoying you know, uh, everything that, that comes with it. Um, so, you know, is it good for, is, is it good for football? I, I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? I, I guess if someone was, if Beyonce wasn't married and, yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody was married to Beyonce, it would probably be the same type of feel, you know. Um, but it's cool, man. I, I have nothing but respect for Kelsey. You know, he's, he's a baller. He's he's going out there and he's he's doing what he what he does, right? He's showing up. And uh, he just happened to be someone that's already talked about and, you know, his girl just happened to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rare where the NFL has to genuflect to anyone because we know how much money it brings in and we know how much attention there is. But the ratings and the money from all this stuff, it's just it's through the roof crazy where, you know, even the NFL is probably like, OK, Travis, make sure you get married to, to Taylor Swift. And if you're going to keep on playing for three, four more years. All right. Tell me what you're doing today with Nirvana Super. Yeah, so I'm here with Nirvana Super. I've been um, with this company for two years. And um, it's a beverage line of water, a favorite water um, beverage infused with um, HMB. And that's something that the body, um, uh, amino acid, the body normally creates for itself as well. Um, but it's the only product on the market that, uh, that's infused with HMB. And the benefits, of, the, ben- the benefits of it is it helps maintain lean muscle. Um, it helps you build muscle as well. Um, and it's vital, it has vital, you know, uh, the vitamins and the nutrients that you need as well and uh, it's great for recovery you know really great for recovery i've been using it for a long time people always come up and say man you, you know you're slimmer but you're looking you're looking lean and you're, you're looking good like you, you can still play and um, you know i, I can contribute to, i can contribute that to the things i put in my body and if our, if our um, water is, is one of those um, things that i use um my son ran in the junior olympics last year and um he got second in the 400. Wow, congrats. And um, But they had three three heats. Um, I mean, three, um, they had the semi, semifinals mm-hmm. and finals. And I had them drinking. I had them down in these waters, man, you know, just to get that recovery because it's a lot for a, a young seven-year-old, right? And, um, you know, each time his time got faster. So I knew that the product was How working. old did you say, seven? Seven, yeah. So wow. He, so his first, you going to play football? Uh, I think he might be He might be a, he might be a track star. I'm, I'm going to get him into baseball. Uh, but a lot of money on those I, contracts, I can, I can see and him, they're all guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, I can see him um, winning a gold medal. He ran a he ran a one ten and a four hundred a seven. Wow! And then the semifinals, he ran a one oh eight, and then in the finals, he he ran a uh, one oh six, like one oh six two, at seven. Well, and, good genes, right? Know, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, appreciate you doing this. Thanks no so much. He's Adrian Peterson. There he is, Adrian Peterson, joining us on Radio Row inside the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. And that's actually going to conclude our coverage for the entire week. 
And uh, we, what a week it has been. Once again, like to thank everyone here on site from Jeremy, Bobby, Dan, uh, Gary. We have Howie, Frank, JT, Andy, Adam, Bruce, Spike, David, Ryan. Did I say Dan Silverman? Eh, if I didn't, well, Dan, thank you so much. And I see right now Bobby's here. I see JT's here. And I see Jeremy's here. I don't know where Dan is. I think he already started to celebrate a little bit too early. But uh, big thanks to everyone here uh, on site. And also, uh, obviously, my producer extraordinaire, Michael Samter and Stuart Kovacs back at our New York City studios. I'm going 49ers, 31, Chiefs 24. You're taking the Chiefs by what? I'm taking the Chiefs by 10. Chiefs by 10. Big Mike with 27, a beatdown. 27-17. 27-17. All right. That is by 10. At least we know that. Big thanks each and every one of you for listening all throughout the week. We'll be back on Monday live in New York City to recap the Super Bowl. We out. Bye-bye, everybody, from Radio Row and Mandalay Bay. Peace. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 